Alright. Let's get this rolling. So, I've read through the module about a half dozen times now. I see where they messed up. But we didn't have that problem since y'all tangented right off the bat anyway. The downside to that is, you are farther along the module than I gave you credit for. Technically speaking, according to the way the module is set up, you're at what their description of Chapter 3 would be. Which is polishing touches on a plan. Now, so, for, for, for sake of petty comparison to Group A, um, I'm not speaking. No, he was fine. I'm, I'm fine. Oh, you remembered our normal plan for dealing with each other. Um... What's the what's the comparison? Because group group B or group A had a lot of uh, progress inside of their like two sessions that they've had. And yeah, it was a minor concern that we were going to take a little while to progress in our our introductory little module. So yeah, how, yeah. how are we comparing to those crazy you know monkeys over there in group A? At the moment, with them being technically a full session ahead at the moment. You're on par with them already. Let's go. So, yeah, I mean, they've had a whole session, and you're on par starting off this session. Um, not bad overall, so I'll give you credit. I, I Once I got through the module section, read through Chapter 2, I was like, wait, they've already kind of done part of this. Okay, well, technically, yeah, they're, they're at this point here. Shit, okay, so skip to Chapter 3. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, let's get this figured out. So, yeah, I got through that module, figured out what's going on way ahead of schedule, and now I'm like, okay, I know where you guys are at in, in context of the module based on doing homebrew. So, we're still good. Fantastic. Otherwise, I'm just gonna fucking do shit until we get to where we need to be level-wise. Figure it out. I, but, I gotta say, I love that we completely skipped over Chapter 2, essentially. I mean, I, yeah, for the most part, because the way the modules set up, they go down. I would say there's options for at least 12 different variations on any heist movie you've ever seen for stealing this boat. And they've, they have avenues and paths built out for almost all of them. And then y'all went, no, we're taking this, you know, mafia enforcer, we're taking territory, it's gangster route. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 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 I still, I still think we're all on par in course to completely blow up the uh, the thieves guild. It's still a portion of your plan, yes. So it has not been removed from the plan as of yet. Um, but we'll see what happens. I may or may not enjoy that portion of the plan way too much. <laughs> we'll see how, how that goes. Outside of that, um, yeah, you guys are still on track. You're good. I uh, believe we did level ups last time you guys played. I'm not leveled up. I guess I didn't no, get enough. No, because we didn't do the fight with the, um, the kobolds or whatever they are. So we, okay. didn't, we didn't get the level up. Oh, that's and they're right. most likely, yeah, they're the ones, the only ones that actually have had any so, combat. So that's true. Now, the thing I was not calculating for 
is exactly how far down the storyline you guys got. It also marks a chapter completion experience bonus. Because that's all of chapter two. <laughs> and at the end of it, you're level two. So... What you're telling me is that we've skipped a level. It kind of, partially. We're and, the most progressive uh, level really? ones ever. Thankfully, oh. the next level up comes at the end of this module, so... You'll be so at two we're now. gonna get two levels up at the end of this module. Right now you're at two. You know, you're gonna go to three. Oh, so we have to level up. Yeah. So y'all are technically ahead chapter wise. So you got the completion for the story type stuff bonus. I have to throw in. So you are at two. So basically, what that means is we've had it on hard mode. <laughs> At a certain point. So. <laughs> I did forget to do that. Is there a way to um, do the level upgrade within the character sheet, or do we have to go back into the character builder to add the level? Builder to add the levels. Much easier view. Okay, just go to. Two, I guess. All right. Yeah. I it's actually really easy. <laughs> it's super simple. Do I actually Bro, just anything in here? Or just like drop down menu level two and... It'll pop up if anything new came up. You'll see new abilities and stuff or new things you oh. can select. Yeah, I did the drop down for level two and I got cunning action. Yep. Yeah. Oh. And then here again. <laughs> Your level two didn't really do much, does it? I'm trying to pick stuff. I gotta put my Eldritch invocations in. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, they're they're nasty. There's some fun you can do with those. Do I have the ability to show up? Do I need to like manage HP for like level two HP increase, or does that do it automatically? Depends on if you chose fixed or manual. If you chose manual HP, you'll have to roll your hit die and add it to it. Yeah, right now it says first level for hit points. So, so I think that means I need to do it again, or do do the manage for the get the second level hit points, huh? Yeah, if your HP did not go up, there's a problem. <laughs> if I get looked at sideways, I'm going to die. Yeah, he had a <laughs> manual. 
Yep, so you got to roll for fighter. I think it's a d10. Yeah, two d10s. Wait, you've been playing with no hit dice this whole time? Me? Yeah. I've been at 16 what? HP myself. Rolled 12 before. and it was, Did you have max HP at the start? So, fighter got max HP. That's D10 plus your constitution modifier. So you should have been right around like 14, 15. Yeah, I was at 16, and I'm about to roll the 2d10s, I think, for... It's 1d10 for the next second level. Yeah, it just adds one hit dice each time. My wizard hurts so much. Yeah, I got 13 HP at level 2. I mean, you're sufficiently squishy, hurt. <laughs> I, I got 15. A stiff breeze, and I'm dead. <laughs> Much higher tears of hit points. I haven't played around this level in a long time. It's rough. But surviving to level through where it matters. <clears throat> but you'll have at least an exciting story of knifing people's hands to desks and planning to steal a very important chip from its rightful owner <laughs> in the middle of a heavily guarded city. Listen, I was in a dark place back then. <laughs> Honestly, the hand knifing thing is the best part. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting in this situation. But, um, outside of that, for recapping purposes while we're all doing the level up thing, um, you guys have gone to the library done some research on nobility to find uh, an appropriate noble to mimic and basically pretend to be in order to get your way into the noble ear of the city as well as possibly have a place to stay in the noble district closer to your highest objective being the crystal maiden so, that's the situation that y'all left off in, if I'm not mistaken. Other than, you know, six moronic fucking kobolds who can't seem to locate, you know, the minotaur in the city. It's highest quality day. storytelling. Yeah. You know? What's highest that? of qualities. <laughs> um, uh, outside of that... There is a, somehow a plan to use blowing up of the Thieves Guild as a distraction to stealing the Crystal Maiden here in the city. Perfectly reasonable. Very much so. Um, Kerrigan has a potential informant who's looking into previous endeavors. Um... Call it, Luna. 
What? Oh, uh, Hi. Hi. Okay, 56. All right. Now, I've got to get this big book out. After we get all housekeeping. I feel like we've caused you to get this book out very frequently. <laughs> well, this one is the one I'm writing your guys' campaign in, so. The shoe fits. All right. It's a big red book of doom. This is both campaigns in one book. Very nice. And next to it, the lovely blue book of doom, which Luna is familiar with. Are all your books doom related? Uh, they kind of are. You guys tend to blow stuff up. So he's a <laughs> pessimist about us, is what I'm gathering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're doomed fair, worlds. I let players touch them. <laughs> to be fair, we have been discussing blowing up the thieves' guild. Yeah. So that aside, uh, I'll make a note of that you won that call. Um, there will be further stuff with your CI in the future that that comes into play. Outside of that, um, Melanie, your character, Ember, uh, has been mimicking this elven nobility. Um, Do you remember the name? Eating more food will not save you. <laughs> I mean, are we talking about the orcish one? You found an elven noble's name in the orcish book, yes. I don't remember writing down her name. I know we wrote down two names. Sakala and Althira, but I can't remember which one was which. Okay, so at least you have the name. Gives you something. So I I did take light. Sakala is the name to suggest I was eavesdropping, so somehow I do have Entry is an elvish name, even though orcish. You were the one that found it. You were the one that was looking in the book. Huzzah! Yep. And I wrote it down as entry as if we were entering a place, so I don't know if that's spelled right by any means. Ian. Okay. Sakala. She is the elven name that you were using. Uh, singular warehouse with goods and storage. Primary brings in the ironwood. Long ironwood. And just to confirm, Sakala is the name of the person, and Alkthira is the the name of the company. It's the noble house. Right. Yeah, it's it's like a last name.
most businesses run off that name if they have holding. Here in this city of Elistine, she's recognized as nobility, but not necessarily high-tier nobility or even really sought-after nobility. It's one of those, that, oh, you're noble because you own a warehouse. Cool. Oh, it takes. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Plus your nobility. But, yeah. That, that's the person. Look, I know I took a lot of notes, okay? <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'm going through them again. You did have the Orcish book, uh, Female uh, War Chief. Um, orc name means morning dew blade. Um, that's technically correct. But somehow you disassociated <laughs> that last paragraph there. Sakala and Thrio. Uh, Elithria uh, is the name. It was an orc, though. He was recognized as a war chief. As an elf. I know that. Just that she was in the Orcish book. Mm-hmm. But she is, by all accounts, a, a war chief in the city of Jorgen. So, that is kind of like a duke in normal. I'll be honest, I have no idea what the line of succession or any of that stuff actually is. High up. High nobility. <laughs> like, has dinners with the king kind of nobility. <laughs> So, that, that's the person you're impersonating, essentially, and what information you did find on her. Um, you have Kerrigan as a guide, and Resman as your bodyguard. That is the current party's... Uh, there's a word for it. Um, cover stories, kind of thing. Uh, all the while working for a organization, uh, which apparently everybody's confused on <laughs> a bit from the notes I was reading. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, let me double check. It is a syndicate. And now I think it was a hodgepodge of everyone's together. I think they figured it out. Somebody caught the name. Are we still trying to get... Okay. Yeah, so... it's The Crimson Adversary was the name of the ship you guys were on. But the Crimson Syndicate is the actual organization. Adversary is the name of the ship. Crimson is the organization. Right. So. That's uh, 
based on y'all's notes, that's kind of the information you guys have at the moment. I'll fill in some gaps where <laughs> obvious things. I was confused because I swore I took notes and that they weren't in here, and then I realized I did it in a separate document. So, yeah, I, was, I looked at yours. I was like, oh, I have to talk to Luna. <laughs> yeah, I got a whole bunch of stuff written down. So that was Crimson Syndicate and Crimson Ship or whatnot. Yeah, the Crimson Adversary uh, was the name of the ship. It was written on the side. But the actual organization is the Crimson Syndicate. Crimson is the public company name they go by. Yeah, I mean, they have a bunch of smaller teams and stuff like that for like mercenary groups. They have shipping, trade, that kind of stuff, smuggling. Yeah, I mean, think, you know, family type, mafia style setup. Yeah. So, that's kind of who they are. So, that's who you guys are currently working for. That's who you're currently trying out to join the teams of. So, and as far as where we left off with you guys, um, you already done your shopping. Basically, at this point, you were crashing out and then meeting back up. Yes. Right. Technically, we already had. The the yeah. end of the day, we went back to the end and crashed for the night. Yeah. But at this point, it's wake up, discuss next steps, and await further contact. Polishing the plan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, so. Moving right into this. Also, you guys wake really up. Real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Luna, is your camera from like really high up? So I have a, my desk is a, it moves. Um, and so I have an underside mounted keyboard tray. So I have to keep my desk pretty high. And then I have a platform that my monitor's on and my monitor's fucking huge. So the webcam sits on top of the monitor. Yeah. It's probably much like the giant TV I have up here, but that's just sitting on their desk. No, that asinine is probably standard giant screen for Luna. Okay, what what size screen are we talking about? Um, so it's, I mean, it's only a thirty-two, but it's curved and it's okay. on uh, like a twelve-inch stand. So okay. it's no, no, I mean, she it's... wins this round. Thank <laughs> you for your contribution. She wins this round. Because I have like this a is fifty why. some odd inch uh, TV up here, so filtered. Yeah, your background changer is not letting us see anything. Oh, yeah, I used to have something like that. Yeah. It's a TV. How big is that TV? It's what? 56 inches or something like that. That is way more than 56 inches. Yeah, I used to do that. And then I switched. I got a 32-inch that's 165 hertz, and I'll never go back. I've got yeah, the one that's work gave primary, me. Though. That's my fourth screen, though. My yeah, I got you. Obviously, like right here. I have. I got a few more that kind of go upwards along the wall next to me. 
Cool. Alrighty. Back to the game, dear. <laughs> so, which end did you guys end up staying in? Dude, that was like a month and a half ago. We've been in this it end. It was the... <laughs> We've lived here. We went <laughs> through a hurricane the... in here. We don't even know where it's going to be. The sharky thing. Oh, shark the skinned thing. shark. Yep. Yeah, that's the shark thing. Room 7, 8, 12. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I wrote <laughs> it down. They have notes. <laughs> I'm so. impressed because of my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, you have room 7, 8, 9 at the Skin Shark. Uh, it is an inn and tavern. So, this morning, find you after an evening of modest meals and accommodations. You find your way down, and as per the previous engagement with the owner, looks up, kind of gives you a nod. Breakfast is a silver piece. That's ridiculous. Silver, this better be the best breakfast in the world. It comes with coffee. All right. (laughs) So, any takers? Can I just have coffee? Yeah, that's that's five copper. So, for those of you I'll who are taking have breakfast, have a coffee as well. Okay, two coffees, ten copper. Aaron, I'm assuming you're either having breakfast or yeah, yeah, it was one silver, so. Yeah, one silver for you. All right. So, everybody's got their... Did you say five copper? Five copper for the coffee, yeah. Oh. Setting up the, you know, coffee on the bar. Setting up some, you know, stuff. Heading out, you know, some silverware type thing. Great. Interesting evening. So, uh, anyone who's traveled here, I'm assuming their evenings are much more interesting than mine. Sitting here, babysitting a bunch of drunks. You're probably right. right. <laughs> She's kind of like reluctantly going, like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> so, rumor has it. Y'all are looking into some organizations that uh, may or may not be wanting to be found. That is incredibly vague. Incredible. Isn't it? Isn't it, though? I believe that would be you, Miss Kerrigan. Oh, oh, out of character. Who the fuck is this person we're talking to? The owner of the bar. Oh, the owner of the bar? I thought this was the female waitress that was supposed to be another avenue in this campaign. Nope, that's at a different bar. Cool. (laughs) This is the bartender being vaguely investigative about... Yeah, sir, we're going to need you to... 
get a little more specific here. It, it, can I insight check this person? Yeah. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's a, that's how you start rolling. <laughs> On a win. All right. Lights are on. Nobody's home. Oh, weird. Hold on. I could do something about this. I fear. I fear for how dumb, yet, and, like, nosy this bartender is. (laughs) (laughs) everything i can do kills things so (laughs) yeah kind of (laughs) that is kind of what i was afraid of the you killing things part at a time like this. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of my eggs. <laughs> Coffee tastes like dirt. Should be. Yours might be. One of them is. Can't be bothered. So, uh, just out of curiosity, uh, why do you ask what we're looking uh, for? Well, you see, I don't think you realize your situation. You started poking around asking about certain things you shouldn't be asking about. You know this. You escaped once. Don't think you'll escape a second time. Oh, I don't like you. (laughs) Are you sure you have the right people? You know, just like the little grim. And you see the bartender visibly slump. And he's like, any, looks at all any, you like startled for a second. Any memory at all in the last of the last couple of minutes, bartender? Ah, uh, make. Oh, well, you're asking him. Yeah, I'm asking. No, I went to bed last night. Woke up, came down, started clean up, and that's it. I'm now staring at y'all with food. Y'all paid, right? Oh, yeah. You're supposed to give us change? Yeah, I don't do that. (laughs) There's no change. I'll make change. I gave you you a gold piece. Oh. That's a 23 on my deception. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Seven silver. Thanks. He's like dubiously looking at you at this point. He's like, his passive insight is nine out of it. I'm going to make note of that option for later. (laughs) He's, He's like, well, enjoy your meals, I guess. And he kind of 
starts to walk away. Give me an active perception check, Kerrigan. Oh, me. <laughs> yeah, your, your audio has gotten weak a little bit. Sorry. Let me readjust this. There we go. I, for some reason, I thought you said Eric, and I was like, who, the f- who is Eric? <laughs> oh. Kerrigan. Okay, hold on. Perception. The Eric confusion makes everything make way more sense. Seven. Seven. Okay. My perception's pretty garbage. Given the context of the situation that was just unfolding, um, you kind of eye on the man a little, little deeper than normal, especially inciting him and stuff like that. So with a seven, I'll say you do notice there's some kind of mark or something that has gone up the bartender's like side and back of his neck. Where like it, it moved? It, yeah, like it visibly moved in him. Oh, um, excuse me, sir. What? I, uh, are you feeling okay? Yeah. I just, It'll could be. you come here for a second? I wanted to, I just, you're so handsome. I want to see you closer. I just feel like the, the coffee bunk all the way to the top. Sets it down, kind of steps off a little bit, and then walks over. Uh, yes. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, that's a nineteen on calling him handsome. By the way, deception. Okay. <laughs> um, could you? I mean, you have such nice hair. Do you mind if I touch it? <laughs> He's full horseshoe. <laughs> yeah, back here. <laughs> So I grab him by the hair and move his head so I can see the back of his head. You see the trailing markings of what would look to be some kind of tentacle or shape coiling away from the guy's final column and back. Oh, crap. Yeah, this isn't good. I'm still holding him, by the way. Uh. So what do you guys know about... um, like ancient unknowable terrors. <laughs> this point he is gonna try to pull away from me a little bit. Oh I let him go, yeah. Alright. Sorry, distracted. Not a lot. Well, you're probably gonna learn a little bit about him hanging out with me. Would would it be a history check or a perception check to see if I know? Mm. Depends on what you're doing here. If you want to notice the tentacle, it would be a perception check. If you would like to do a history check on the Eldritch Horror idea that he just put out there, or she just put out there, then yes. History? Yep. Well, I'm dumb. <laughs> it's going to be a long day. Yeah. Uh, uh, 21 was the height. <laughs> but um no it's uh, you've heard references to it and things of that nature but nothing concrete 
vague ideals of just some horrible thing beyond all known space and time and magic and all that. I, I'm sorry, but are is this gonna? Why would some? Why would some celestial level evil be concerned with us stealing a boat? Oh no, it has nothing to do with the boat. Okay, then why the fuck are they talking to you through this guy? <laughs> because it has to do with me. Uh, so I kind of joined a cult, tried to steal their power after they took my daughter. You know, the those kind of gods don't like that. Hey, okay, this is this is making a lot of sense now. This is oh god. But I'm pretty sure if we talk about whatever we're doing with the with the ship, but, the but, they're not gonna care. But but wait, if they're technically upset with you, couldn't we use them as part of our distraction in destroying the Thieves Guild? I don't what? know if we can. Also, if I see them, I'll probably kill them on sight. <laughs> they took my kid. Justified in that subplot plan of this heist. Are you expecting them to like mistakenly smite where he is? No, I'm more thinking... Um lure them to a place and have them cause destruction for us. I knew I should have had coffee with this. I knew I should have had coffee with Look, this. Look, if I could find them, this wouldn't be an issue. They know I'm looking for them, which is why this is happening. That guy that we took the clothes from, he worked for them. I, okay, well that, that okay. Um, so based on us, as, as you know us, should we be more scared of them or are they more scared of you? Um, that's uh, probably debatable. Fantastic. <laughs> Great. Um, so that's on the plate now. Um, okay. What do we want to get done today as it relates to why we're even working together right now? We're stealing a flying boat. Yeah. See. Well, our uh, first step is definitely infiltrating the nobility. Right. And it was going to be you guys actually infiltrating the nobility. Where, where uh uh, bitch, you're coming with us. <laughs> wow. As what? You're my bodyguard. That's a bodyguard. profane statement coming out of this elven noble. <laughs> I can see why you're not with the. Oh my gosh. You're a street rat by choice, aren't you? I have no idea what you're talking about. Makes sense. Okay. So how would we like to infiltrate the nobility on this day? I mean, I already know who I am. We just have to find the right person to, to talk to. So do we want to go out to the marketplace and start just checking on people? Seeing if they're missing a little elven sister? 
I mean, it's an option. I just don't know if it's a good one. You really haven't been paying attention, but you know what? That makes sense. It was a long. Dr- I had a. I had a very long dream last night. There was a storm and everything. Oh well. <laughs> and then I wake up to a decent but overpriced breakfast, and then the bartenders possess. So forgive me if I'm a little short on the plans. You're all nuts. <laughs> the bartender just turns with his coffee and walks away. Oh, hey, bartender! Before you go, um. Did yeah. anyone come visit you last night before you went to bed? Like anyone strange, hooded, scary, smelly? I don't know. Uh, place is called the Skin Shark Tavern. Uh, anyone that's not your usual clientele, my good man. I mean, the uh, look, I, I, I don't poke my nose where it ain't has to go. But there's a few people here later than normal. Oops, I dropped that seven silver you gave me. Come on, tell me. I mean, can't tell you much, honestly. He picks up the seven silver. <laughs> but there were four individuals, darker robes, it looked like. But one of them, I was a little clumsy, I should say. And, uh, Kind of bumped one and felt plate underneath. So they were traveling heavy, but traveling covered. So. Did you happen to hear anyone mention where they were going? Never heard him spoke a word. Well, thanks for the info. I mean, like all night. They just sat there staring at the wall? At each other. Oh, they must have been good-looking people. Hmm. Didn't tell you. (laughs) Didn't get a good look, like I said. Uh, Faces or even, like, exposed limbs. They were careful. Even when I bumped the guy, he used the robes to cover his arm. Hmm. So, is it strange? Yes. Is it unusual? I'd like to say yes. They pay for any did they take anything they just sat there they paid for four pints and left with four full pints well thank you uh, that's it and he kind of looks for seconds off to the side and shakes his head and kind of starts drinking his coffee and walking Okay, are are we of two minds of what we're trying to? Did you go to the? Oh, I love you. Sorry. Nice. There is a puppers. Oh yeah, we got three. We got three in the house here. There's three puppers, and it looks like partner delivered soda, favorite soda. Uh, brother, brought me um zero root beer. Uh, well done, well done, brother. Maddie or. Cameron. Indy. 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 Mm-hmm. No way. Cameron. I got three brothers. I met two. I think. I don't think. I don't think you've met Indy. Uh. Uh-uh. That's their shadow right there. That just went by. <laughs> well. Cool. 
Anywho, <laughs> focus. Um, we got this. Um, so yeah, basically, got what you're gonna get there, and that that set up. Where would you guys like to proceed from here? Seems to be your next steps. Um, Aaron was mentioning the Melanie pursuing getting into the nobility here in the city and stuff like that, and infiltrating to get close. Yes, and I would like to clarify with Kerrigan. So are you, are, are you going to handle whatever it is you're trying to figure out with these hooded people, or...? Yeah, that's like a, an ongoing, lifelong murder streak that I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I just Not like an immediate... Mm-mm. Okay, I was just verifying what we want to focus on on, on the day. Uh, oh yeah, no. Priority is stealing the the ship. Okay, okay. Crystal, fantastic. Um, and we need to get Garb, I believe it was, to start playing this. Oh no, they did that. Yeah. Okay, we got that. The fanciest clothes you can get. Fair yep. enough. So what next, Ember? Uh, you just mentioned going to the market and trying to bump into someone. I do not think that. Nobility is really going to be on the market level of this city. Oh, I'm market. sure that there's something upstairs. Yeah, yeah we go to the supermarket where they sell like you know porcelain apples or shit like that. What would you do with a porcelain apple? Decorate it. Oh, okay. Or attempt to eat it. <laughs> or sell it for good money. Apparently. So, outside of that, there was a name mentioned previously uh, of a noble who is not currently in the city, but is expecting a guest to arrive. It is Garrick, I believe. House Garrick. Sakala Elphira? Elphira? That's the elf that Melanie's impersonating. Oh. <laughs> no, there was um There's... Rod Garrick um who is he... the current head of house for oh no Bane Garrick is the current head of house of House Garrick. I yeah. knew him in a past life. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, from what we've overheard, from what we found out, Garrick is um, waiting for someone, or uh, someone is supposed to stay at Garrick's estate uh, and wait for the head of house to complete business purposes. So, we could just go to straight to House Garrick. Who's Estral again? Or Estralagian? Um, it's who... It's the person that the estate is being run by. Mm-hmm. I... Don't see why any reason we can't go attempt this. Do you have any other 
Does anyone feel like this is a bad idea? Well, I mean, Bane is known for some questionable things, but they're they're pretty good people, the Garricks. Okay. Now we're running that we're going to get in or just or peruse our way in as the guest. Ah, uh, yes, I'm of the uh, Elkthira uh, house, and um, I own a warehouse that primarily brings in the sung iron wood, and we're uh, looking to confirm a business deal with House Garrick. Right. I wrote okay. all that down. Uh, sung is not part of the actual, of its iron bark that they bring in. Iron bark, sung, okay. Sung is how they acquire it. It's their term they use for retrieving it from the tree intact. Okay, so once we're in the Garrick household, is there a run and jump to the ship at that point, or are we just still posturing for optimal location here? Because um, it isn't a very public place, as I remember. Or was it actually locked down somewhere? I can't remember. No, once, once we um, confirm location at the Garrick estate, we can then further explore the upper level and go to scout out the ship to start piecing together and confirming the security measures that we will need to get around. Alrighty. Yeah, it's been placed in an area, basically, from what you guys were told, in what's called Crystal Square, uh, in front of the actual noble house that's putting it on display. Uh, Starts with an L, I believe you guys have it. Most of y'all had that in the notes. But outside of that, yeah, so that's where it's been the whole time. Getting to the Noble District for an extended period of time, being able to access it without having to deal with security or any of the other problems that could come from it, was you guys trying to establish somewhere to stay while there. That's where the nobility came in. You're going to be staying on the Noble District so that you're staying close to it and can watch it and all that kind of stuff. And Garrick happens to have one of the largest houses on the district, so... A Minotaur will not feel out of place there. You're being very rude. (laughs) But that's at least from what I have compiled from my notes, your notes, and all that stuff. So, I think plan still pleases the butt. Yes, if they saw the meme in the D and D general chat. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're heading up to Garrick household. Then we got everything for that. that. Yeah, I think so. Is there anything else anyone can think of that we need to take care of before we head out? The only other thing I think I need to check on, or at least I could be going and checking on over the Hunter's Guild, was just landing someone to get me an active hunter's license if we went to have an escaped campground all outside the city. Didn't you mention, though, that it was going to be a few days before anyone was back to be able to take you on? Yeah, test on stagnation situation. Several days for a better hunter to arrive, yeah. Been like a month and a half. 
<laughs> it was almost like a full month for like the whole process to go through. So it was either deal with like a potentially dying situation with a very poorly trained guy or go no for, poorly yeah. lazy guy. Okay, he was a mess. Oh right, yeah, then I guess we're all, we're ready enough to go. All right. Let's head out. Okay. So you guys are making your way up to the Garrick Estate. You go up through the central spire, um, but when you get to the top, it's a little different than it is for the middle tier or lower tier that you've been to previously. Um, there's gates, people standing by them, guards, you know, within eyesight of each other, spread out amongst the entire central plaza. Um, there are several offices built right into the central tower, right at this location, for uh, what looks to be permitting, uh, licensing, docking fees, all kinds of different stuff for the central ports up here for nobility. On top of that, um, in one quarter of the district, there is actually what's called the King's Quarter. Uh, that is literally the main castle barracks, accoutrement, and stuff like that for the maintenance and running of a standing guard and army on this pier. And further up in the air, you also now get a clear view of the Dragon's Pride. Uh, it is one of the largest airships known to the world at the moment, uh, who are larger, but not relevant. This is the flagship and almost everyone would know this, um, for the Dragon Riders. They are in town. Uh, their ship is in town. Uh, the way the Riders work is if you go and you are tested and if proved to be properly attuned to a certain young dragon hatchling, uh, it will bond with you and grant you certain abilities and things of that nature. It is said that those who focus on the dragon are able to do more with their dragons while others keep them young and small as pets, aging normally. So, that is there and available. This is something that almost every kid from anywhere would have heard about. I bought one. <laughs> so, a dragon yeah. or a giant boat? Yes. A dragon. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I have yes. Just, just yes. <laughs> but um, the Dragon no, Pride is a, a legendary cute, ship. It a, is a, massive. A cute, fluffy, cuddly dragon. That's what I want. Fluffy dragon. This thing kind of looks like a massive helicarrier in the sand. Bitch, I, I know you're going with the ship. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, shit. Do you really not know the full lore of dragons? They're nasty. Do we just want to go to get this, get our dragons, or attempt to get our dragons? Or do we want to get to the house first? <laughs> Cute! <laughs> That's weird. Be That's real. <laughs> getting a little creepy right now. Awesome. I 
I don't know what that is, actually. It's a fox. Luna, I think you're muted, by the way. Yep. Yeah, I had to push the talk because my brother's on Discord next to me. Gotcha. I'm on push the talk and I keep forgetting. Mm -hmm. It seems robotic or like a puppet. And this is this is where it's it's a puppet. I'm controlling it. Okay, I feel safer already. Master went to me times. <laughs> He's got a wand in his pocket. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. Yeah. Very cool. But regardless, there is a chance there if you want to pursue that route and get tested, you may or may not get a dragon. Would we all like go for a round of testing? Yes. I feel like that's a sidetrack from our stealing the boat thing. I think it is too. But dragons. Listen, I'm not revenging any cults right now. So let's stick to what we're doing. But you could get a dragon to help you revenge across an entire cult. They can make them all go on fire. Okay. I believe we've talked. I think he's surrendered. I think Harrigan has surrendered. I just want it to be well known that inside I am actually giddy, but I am playing straight mediator between these two. (laughs) All right. We've already so. basically got our plan set. We can go sidetrack for a minute. Okay. So. I'm in possession today. I deserve a dragon. <laughs> All right. Also, they could be very useful with our plans to destroy the Thieves Guild. Uh, probably not. I think we get a baby dragon. I mean, you're talking like we have to destroy it today. Okay, I'm thinking long term. <laughs> yep. That works. And like I said, Books of Doom. <laughs> Full circle back around to that. It's a doomed world. The players touched it. So. Um, Alright. So you guys get in line. This is not some quick endeavor. <laughs> like ride to Disneyland. <laughs> it's okay. So. Let's see. We'll randomize this. See how committed the characters are. <laughs> okay. That is... Part of me really wants for Luna and I to get a dragon and she don't. I would cry. An hour and 11 minutes in line. <laughs> wow. And your group comes in next. Uh, you guys are pulled onto an elevator that is only going to the top where the dragon's pride is docked. Once you guys get up there, also up here is also the Shrine of Heroes. It's the heroes that fought for, saved the city as best they could, and killed an ancient evil and times have gone and all that kind of stuff. And you guys are brought out to the center of the area. So you're the next group, huh? Yeah. Who's first? Not me. And where would you like to go first? 
Yes. Okay. Also, so, my name's not Ember, dumbass. It's like herding baby ox. <laughs> so, with that being said, let's see if you get it. I got a silver one last time. That's it. Oh, no, you guys did it for storyline stuff. This is extra. So this is just percentage roll to see if it actually... They bond. That is a no. Nope. No dragon. Hour and 11 minutes in line for no dragon. Who's next? I'll go. Alright. Okay. I now have to pull something up. Let's Go. <laughs> that face, Luna. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay. So, this is funny. Is too funny. Okay. So, a brass dragon has chosen you. The muse of the dragons has <laughs> chosen the beefy minotaur. It's that bestial connection. So he also a bard? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, yeah, the, the brass dragon hatchling uh, is now a pet. Um, under your character sheet, you would go in to extras and manage extras category pet brass dragon wormling young, young brass dragon? No. Brass Dragon Wormling. Wormling, okay. Yeah. It's a baby. It's a baby. It's a baby. Cool. Cool. Bill has more hit points than half your party. <laughs> I'm about it. Alright, did you get to add in on your extras? I, I, yeah, I have done that. I have done that. Yeah, update the sheet. I have all that. Sheet has been oh. Um, if you want to name it, you can. But you'll be requested to remember that crap. I'll, I'll be pondering it myself. Mm -hmm. I could call it Ember's Bane. Congratulations, step to this side over here. You got like, very much like a photo with Disney type thing. Just m motions you to the side, but different from the other group that did not get a dragon. So... Last player up. Do you want to know? Let's go. Yeah, that's fine. I'm used to All disappointment. Right. Let's do it. Sheesh. You're such an optimist, Kerrigan. Oh, you know me. I'm not going to lie. This is pretty funny. Okay. Uh, wrong page. This one. 
Sorry. You son of a bitch! I can't wait to tell Frank so sorry. about this. I can't wait. I'm really sad. So... Um... I'm pretty sure... This, was, this is fitting, actually. You get the 90 percentile, which gets you the dragon, but it also gets you into the category of dragons beyond normal, chromatic, and metallic. So you got a deep dragon. What the fuck is that? Um, you got like a neck. There. <laughs> deep dragons. Uh, there's a deep dragon saying that translates roughly to "thorough is as thorough does," but more literally, uncover every last stone. Every last stone sounds exhausting. That's the quote that Fizban gave about the deep dragons. They are methodical, manipulative, depending on context. Uh, once they hit the age of young, they get command, dissonant whispers, and fairy fire as their spells. I love it. Um, yeah. Both. They are basically underdark dragons. <laughs> And they're purple and black. I love it. Yeah. That works out. That's cool as hell. All right. That thematically fits. Yeah. Across the two of us quite well. That is insane. All right. If this works out, Ember, we'll come back. Hopefully not as wanted criminals and try again. How about that? I mean, yeah. I will say she does have a mulligan. Wait, what? Every Wait. session, true. you get one re-roll on any roll. You could mulligan the roll and see if you get it. Um, it's. I'm not going to lie. It's uh, a tempting she, thing. Does she have to wait in line again, though? <laughs> no, no, no. Because I'm pretty sure within an hour and 11 minutes, I could come up with Mulligan, 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 mulligan! Gotcha, okay. You baited that out for this whole time, didn't you, Chris? <laughs> no, not intentionally. Um, I got some good news. Yeah, a dragon. Oh, there's redemption on the day. <laughs> Uh, it already has a name. I think it goes by Tiamat. <laughs> uh, no, she actually ended up with the blue dragon. This is still fitting overall aesthetics. Yeah. Uh, extras, extras, manage extras, category pet, and then look up like I guess blue, yeah, blue dragon, and is it wormling. Or... Yeah. Now, mechanically speaking, here there is a class of ranger subclass in particular called Draken Ward. For all intents and purposes, for this campaign setting and the homebrew involved within, the only way to get to that class is to become a dragon rider and get chosen by one of the dragons. The Drake 
in the class gets replaced with the dragon. So, wherever it says the drake advances to a certain point, your dragon advances to that point. So that's the way you can rapidly age them to get them to the point where they're writable and stuff like that if you so choose. That is one way to go about it. That will involve training with the uh, dragon riders. That's it works, so. My dragon baby is way more stronger than me. Probably. So is my dragon baby. Yeah. Oh, I kind of like the description of the blue dragons. Yep. A Fizzband's quote for it is, uh, if I weren't so platinum, I'd be blue. Not as in sad or down, quite the opposite. I'd be lighted to be a blue dragon if I weren't a platinum one. This so. bitch can shoot lightning. Mm-hmm. I actually feel like personally attacked <laughs> now that I'm reading it. It's not the part where it's the weakest of the metallic dragons and also one of the most benign. It's that they loved to talk to the exclusion of most stealths. They loved to engage with friends and flows to like an hours of long-winded conversation. It was not unusual for a brass dragon to be fluent in several hundred different languages. And I just feel personally it's so right now. You have a C-3PO dragon. I <laughs> do, but it's also a bit me. Yep. I'm a chatty bitch. Like. All right. Well, after that psychological damage from that, can we get back to getting into this fucking estate, maybe? Yes, now that I happily have blue dragons. Yeah. They are bonded to you. Now, you all get the same symbol, essentially. It's a basically a dragon's head marked into your palm from the bond. Now, the good part of all this also means that each one of you get the distinct fun of fucking with your character sheet outside of the normal builder. So, for the case of Ember, since you were the last one to go, I can do this directly. Let me go ahead and change page so it's up to date. Edit. If you go to Features and Traits, click on Feet. Manage Feats. It will open up a list of stuff Corresponding to all the different feats in the games that you can add directly to your character sheet. Aberrant dragon mark? Well, in this case, you could take a pick of two. (laughs) Um, You can take the corresponding feat to the color of your dragon. So, for the purposes of um, Luna's dragon, yours would be under the gem category. So you could take Gift of the Gem Dragon of your choosing. Uh, Gift of the Chromatic Dragon is the choice option that, that Melanie would have as Ember. And Razban, you get Gift of the Metallic, or you can take Aberrant Dragon Mark. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, it does some cool stuff. <laughs> it gives you a little bit of spellcasting. Uh, nothing major. It's like first level, I think it's the highest. Um... But outside of that, you do get a cantrip uh, of your choice from the sorcerer spell list, and you can increase your constitution score, I think, by one. 
That's for the aberrant one, one, right? Yes. Do I have the ability to choose that one or just the chromatic dragon one? No, you, everybody gets a choice between those two. You can either take the aberrant dragon mark or the uh, gift. You have horrific nightmares after you use your mark. <laughs> uh huh. There, there are some downsides to it, which we will get into. Is uh, when you get the mark, you also get a random flaw. So, any takers roll for that? Yeah, I'll do it. You can take either or; it's your choice. It's one or the other, though. You either take the gift of the gem dragons for you, gift of the chromatics for Aaron, or the gift of chromatic for Melanie, or you can take the aberrant dragon mark. I thought I had the um the metallic. Yeah. I use, okay, because it, yeah, it's chromatic for her. I think you misspoke chromatic for me there when you were repeating it. I might have. <laughs> A lot of words. Okay, it's hard. So, get on the list here. Luna, what are you doing? Couldn't hear you. He said he was going to take the aberrant dragon mark one. Damn it. Okay. Gift of the gem dragon charisma. Oh, you're taking that? Yeah. All right. Gift of the gem dragon charisma. I'm not seeing an actual difference between the three different metallic ones. It's the stat. All... Okay, the stat's not listed, I guess. Yeah, it's based on the, the spellcasting ability modifier. So if you choose, like, say, the one that's marked Charisma, it'll use your Charisma modifier for the spellcasting. My Charisma modifier is plus five. Yeah, it's basically to say which of these stats is your best so that you can use your spellcasting to the best of its ability. So it's charisma, intelligence, or wisdom. Chromatics just get chromatic. <laughs> There's no that about it. Uh, you roll for that. So, but. Either way, there's bonuses. Honestly, for you, the aberrant mark would be worth it, regardless of whatever flaw it gives. Having that extra boost to constitution always nice as a fighter. Exactly. Because oh. everything else was like... it's it's it, The protection and the healing is like nice and all, but the yeah. are just funner. Oh, yeah. In terms of like anything else, so... You can get some good stuff with a, as a cantrip. There's some definitely worthwhile pickups on a cantrip. So should I just add, and then we're just going to roll and write down what the flaw is? Yep. Basically how it goes. A D8. Single. Okay. Animals are <laughs> easy around me. That's exactly what I didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> there is that reroll. <laughs> um, where would be the best note notation for this? In notes. 
under like what section now? I don't know. Other? Yeah. Well, I have all of my like re regular notes kind of there. Like everything's been other. So that's usually where I dump everything. <laughs> I can't say which. Usually I pull it all out and put it into a text doc so I can edit it when I play. But. Alright, so you're going aberrant. You got your flaw. Melanie. I'm going with chromatic. You're going with the gift. I'm going with the gift. Interesting choice. I I don't necessarily see the benefit of the aberrant dragon mark. A cantrip and first level spell? You could get pressed to digitate and then make your cape flow in the wind. <laughs> Just saying. I do not need to be Severus Snape. I do that all the time. Every campaign. Every campaign must happen. Must have cape flow. I mean, in the wind. I even did it in 3D and Tail. Yeah, you actually brought that up. <laughs> with a trench coat. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand. Like, I understood what you were implying with that, but I had never heard of the phrasing before. No. Oh. I'd constantly look like I'm in an epic shot and then the western as my duster keeps flowing and I got a six shooter. <laughs> awesome. But. Alright, so. That's cool. Everybody's got their set and chosen. Everybody's good. We can move forward from this Go off your side quest. Hey, I, I could argue it, but I'm going to let players choose. Good choice. But with that being said, for those who did take the aberrant dragon mark, um, eight on that roll. <laughs> it allows you to telepathically communicate with the dragon. And the distance is short right now, but as the dragon gets bigger and stronger, where you take that class, it does do more. That's all dependent on other things. So, but just an FYI. Because I'm not going to lie, being able to infuse elemental things onto a weaponry is kind of cool too. Plus the resistance. Oh. Yeah. Got a refresh Make sure I got their stuff on. Yep. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that damn, that works really well as a warlock. That feet. Oh, my knockback? Yeah. You you get the fuck out of my range space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Alright. Cool stuff. Um, you do get to decide, like, it's a dragon's head that's the, the mark itself visually. Um, but you can add whatever you want to flavor-wise or fluff-wise around that. 
painting, pulsating color, whatever. That's up to you. I don't care. And just so, add like the plus one on Constitution as inside of like other modifier or something like that for constitu the Constitution increase, or just go into the for the builder and just add the one. It should be under the feet when you chose it, or it should automatically apply as like a miscellaneous bonus or something like that. I believe so. Yes. Okay. Me refreshers. Yeah, the Constitution modifier increase to health will automatically take effect, but... Yeah, I'm at 18 now instead of 16 like I was at the start. So, okay, fair enough. Yep. Yeah. You're good. Okay. Moving right along. So, they tell you essentially that they'll be here, based here at this city for, I think it's another two months. Doing testings. Uh, at any point in time, if you wish to train up or join up and train with the Dragon Riders, you may do so as chosen. Um, basically, if you want to multi-class into the Ranger Dragon Warden class or whatever, you, you can by going to them. Uh, after a month and a half, they're headed to another city to do testings there. That information will all get relevant later. For now, yeah. You're able to do whatever you need. So. Does the other group have dragons? No. <laughs> they separated you guys into two even, groups. I didn't one, even. Made one without. I didn't even know, but I still knew. I was like, nah. No. They haven't gone here yet either. So. I don't think they've gone above the middle tier. Even just a look. So, well, they we'll likely probably not. <laughs> we'll see what happens. You never know. They may miss out on that little side thing entirely. I will Don't say, tell them. I'm not telling them crap. This is one of those things you're rewarded for exploring the aspects of the city and the lore. I'm going to give you the win on that one. Like, it was percentage rolls. Every one of you got above 90 to a certain degree or another. A mulligan for it. Others just got it. Um, yeah, just built different over here. Yeah, <laughs> but either way, um, at this point in time, the dragons partner with you and come with you. Um, they will be need to be maintained. So food, that type of stuff, all gonna need to be provided. So, just an FYI going to need some kind of base of operations to, if you don't want to carry them around with you and risk them dying. Because they can die. Because they're still babies. And uh, when they do, um, bottomless hole where their connection used to be. So there, there are mental drawbacks to your dragon dying. So... Makes sense. Yeah, it's bonding thing. They can die and you'll live on. You die, they die. So, be careful <laughs> with your bright and shiny new dragons. 
Damn. So the next stop was to the Garrick Estates. Um to meet up with the caretaker who's currently managing the house. Whose name I fucking can never remember. To be fair, it's really freaking bizarre. Well yeah, well it's Astrologan. Yeah. I'm gonna go we're changing that now. <laughs> I don't care. Um we're gonna make him um Bastion. There we go. Easy one to remember. Bastion? The Bastion. Is that's where Blizzard put him. <laughs> uh Sebastian is a reoccurring theme in our games. That's like oh. a Final Fantasy character. Like yeah. the same I name you see said, in every game. I thought he said Bastion, as in the <laughs> robot character from Overwatch who has been removed effectively uh, right now. Or it's okay, now it's Sebastian, the yellow fish yeah. that looks like looks like a demon in the new Ariel movie. He's covered in trash and yeah. pollution. So we're going with that. It was either that or Shen One, so and he's always a healer. Shen One. Fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> Greatest healer in A. <laughs> His name came from generic NPC one. Shen One. <laughs> He was a cleric, generic healer I sent with them back when it was a 3.5 game. It was I funny. Just, I don't remember much about him, but I I remember him not being a cool person. No, he ended up fighting against you guys later. That might be why I don't like him. Yeah. It was during the final assault on the city, but Tangent did. Anyhow, back to this. So, Sebastian. Um is the current caretaker of the house as well as the main butler for House Garrick here in the city of Elestine. Um, this is information you guys would have found out. I'm assuming. Through all your studies and stuff like that. I don't remember if I told you all that. But he's currently heading the house. So you guys arrive at the estate. Um... It's weird, like, as you guys are making your way down the main thoroughfares to get over to where his estate is. Because you do get a glimpse of this blue force field thing around something at a distance. So you are getting closer to what you think might be the ship. But turn left, and you go down, like, two more estates, essentially, and there you find, finally, Garrick Estate. It is massive. Like one of those mansions that covers like three blocks in, in New York type thing. In the middle of the city. Gates are closed currently. And there are two individuals standing outside of it arguing. As your party approaches. Can we listen in as we get closer? I was yeah. going to say, I'd like to eavesdrop on the conversation. Mm, give me a perception check and a stealth check for everybody who's participating. Well, stealth. Okay. 
Seventeen perception, nineteen stealth. Okay. I got a sixteen perception. So, Rasbin. Yeah. Not so subtle. Negative. I'm. I'm. I'm a big minotaur. Yeah. So, with that being the case, you guys are here in this conversation. No, no, no. If we use all the dragon scales and stuff for that type of shit. We'll be wasting it. Armor plating airships, I'm telling you. And it's this human ish person. <laughs> Cause he's got legs that don't look quite right, arms that don't look quite right, and you're pretty sure as he kind of turns to look over at Rasmund, who's kind of a little lingering over him listening to this. Um <laughs> as he turns and looks, he's got robotic eyes. Oh God! Okay. And then horrendous, next to him is this individual who's young. I'd say like fourteen, fifteen, and decked out in hunter armor from head to toe. Like it's their their style of armor is very particular. The way the hunters make magical armor and weaponry and stuff like that is by using the parts of the monsters. Their armor is always unique and one of a kind to a certain degree. But they're sitting there arguing about this stuff, and he, the guy with the you know robotic parts, is saying armored airships. The little guy is like, no, 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 no. Listen, I stretch out that leather a bit. We can make six or seven sets of armor. Do you know how cool it would look to have an entire house guard decked out in dragon hide? And they're arguing, even despite them noticing Rasmin just like blatantly walking into this conversation kind of thing. Um, they still keep going. <laughs> they're having a heated debate amongst each other about whether or not you know parts from a dragon should be used to armor ships or armor people. Are we? Is this go time? Are we going in in disguise? Yeah. Well, I should probably mention that I'm not a tiefling right now, then. <laughs> you you guys passed your self-checks. You guys are kind of just standing there by the corner. So you could pop up your disguise if you'd like. Or, yeah. For the, for the sake of our roles as being dudes disguised as other dudes. <laughs> Ember's not left disguise. She went to the dragons in disguise. Hey, if I'm going through security, I better be disguised properly. I look like a similar type of elf to Ember. Okay. So, it's... You guys, I'm assuming you're approaching this whole situation with Rasmund now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, as you guys approach stuff like that, and they kind of look over at the group now approaching and kind of nod, and, and, and he kind of stops and looks up at Rasmund. How you doing, big man? I'm good. How are you? 
Got no arms, no legs, and no eyes, so great. You look like you've made do. Hmm. With a thing or two here or there. Might I ask what you all are doing out here in front of the estate on this lovely day? Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Do it again, kid. I dare you. <laughs> As he looks at the 14-year-old who's like, no, 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 Wards are up. We got to wait until Sebastian comes out and opens it up. Until then, um, if you touch the gate, you kind of get fried a little bit. Are you the ones we speak to to gain entrance to this estate? Oh, no, he'll, he'll be out in a, a bit. He went in to discuss business for a moment. He's usually out here waiting, but we have an important matter to discuss with him about resources and materials of House Garrick, right? And the kid looks at the guy and says, yes. Do you Pardon have a way to thing. signal your master? Well, it should be just a moment, but... And the hunter is more of a kid, you saying, or something like that? Yeah, he's 14 like 14. Years old. Like, decked out, chiseled, and been wearing pretty impressive gear. And the robo guy is more of like older or something like that? Yeah, I would say he's probably late, well, late 30s, early 40s. Okay. Is it standard protocol for the Garrick estate to? Make nobles wait outside the gates. He kind of like here's noble. He turns and looks. Yes. Looks at her. Looks at you. Right. Nobles. A little more respect when addressing the lady Sakala Elfira. You're right. I should. He smiles real big. Kind of taps his eyes. But it won't matter either way. He's coming. <laughs> At this point, exiting out the front of the manor, uh, you do see two individuals, one of which you don't recognize in a very fine black suit, um, tailored, and all that good stuff. And then one you do recognize as Zalith, one of the people from the ship who was the recruiter. He's talking to Sebastian at the moment. Above table, son of a bitch! <laughs> so. Was it Zalith or Zalus? Z-A-L-I-T-H. Yeah, that's what I had written down earlier. Yeah. So I was just clarifying that. Which point he... Kind of turns, he sees you guys standing there, sees the Minotaur, nods, and kind of looks back to Sebastian, and he's like, well, they move over towards the gate, and the wards come down, you can see almost like a visible little puff right at the edge of all the fence work and gate work out front. Gate swings open, Sebastian and Zala step forward, well, you're not dead yet. Zalas says to you. Okay. Neither are you. Is this a standard greeting for this city? Do, do we know you? You do. At least I think you do. Rasbind, how are you? 
Uh, I see you know the individual that we've uh, picked up as our bodyguard for our stay here. Mm. I have nothing but, like, narrowed eyes, just suspicious. <laughs> I do sure. not like this dude. Well. Hopefully, uh, things go well. And he kind of nods and is like, I'll be on my way then. Good. Bastion speaks. I do so loathe our engagements. And I do hope that you uh, never bother Master Garrick at home again. Very pointed statements coming from him in that regard. Sebastian's saying this to Zalith? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Not us. We didn't do anything. My in-game awareness has me seething. <laughs> yes. I take it you have business with me, and he's looking at your group together at this moment. Uh, yes, we do. Um, we were told to come and wait for Sir Garrick to deal with some business. Well, seeing as how he's appointed me to handle all business at this point in time. I will uh, hear you out at the very least. He looks over at the other two. Whatever it is, no. And just turns and starts walking. <laughs> He's like, ah, but it chips. And, uh, oh. and they start walking off. You guys, at this point, are able to enter... Garrick Estate. Gonna gonna follow after him. Let's go. Alright. And at this point, we will go ahead and take five. Take a break. Grab drinks. Do whatever you gotta do. Okay. Breaks, all that stuff. Wait, wait. Sebastian said whatever it is no to like the other two? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we just got through. Uh, we got a gimme. A freebie. Very glad to see that he dislikes Zalith. Very, very glad on that one. Oh, especially with my perception. 